Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high-achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings! career-minded superstars. I love talking to you every week on Wednesdays. I love thinking about what I can do to add value to your day, to your career, to your job search, how to help make you better at what you do. And uh, I hope that I am achieving that goal for you. I want to remind you that I've moved to a once a month format for my webinars. They are on the third Thursday of every month at four o'clock p.m. Eastern. And I have the link in the show notes that you can go to to find out what this month's webinar will be and sign up for it. So I hope that you'll do that. I pack it full. I'm I'm calling them masterclasses because that's exactly what they are. I am jam-packing them full of great content. So please take a look. Today, we're going to drill down on ways to promote yourself as a subject matter expert. I'm going to use the term SME as it is used frequently in business for your for your professional development. And this can be whether you are employed at a company and not looking for a job, whether you are employed and looking to move elsewhere, or whether you're unemployed. Some of them won't apply to you if you're unemployed. I will talk about what you what the benefits to the company. And of course that wouldn't apply to you if you aren't employed, but there are many benefits. And that's what I want to start with with why is promoting yourself as a subject matter expert on LinkedIn important? So number one, if you're job searching and you put content on LinkedIn in your area of expertise, you're going to show potential employers that you're a thought leader in your field, and that's highly desirable. So putting really good content out there can show them that you know your stuff, you're a thought leader. Number two, this can be a great tool for your company. So if you're employed Instead of it just being a hard sell on, you know, this is why you should buy our widgets over anybody else's, you have an opportunity to present your expertise, which is very attractive, not only to potential buyers, but to potential future employees. It's just a really good strategy. And I can tell you that whenever I have, for example, when I've spoken at groups and I have an opportunity to quote unquote sell. I never do a hard sell on here's what I offer and here's because I can I want to have that conversation one on one with people. What I simply do is provide so much value that they want to talk further with me. So that's what I'm talking about here. Number three, as you become known as a subject matter expert, a SME or an SME, recruiters are going to increasingly reach out to you because you're getting more visibility on LinkedIn. And it's also a very positive kind of visibility. So the optimal state here is that you never really go in and out of job search mode. You're just always having those conversations, doing the things on an ongoing basis that attract recruiters to you and attract opportunities to you. I call it ARFO, always ready for opportunity. 
That's a term that I coined several years ago when my successful clients started talking about how they were never going in and out of job search mode. They were always kind of in it and having conversations. Number four, your expertise can be repurposed for your employers. So they may want to use it on their website. They may want to incorporate it into videos, social media posts. There's no telling. And this is going to be a win, 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 win for you, win for the company, win for the potential viewers, readers of this information. So now that I've hopefully persuaded you on the reasons that you want to do this, why LinkedIn? I think it should be pretty obvious. It is the most professional of the social media sites. So if you want to build yourself as a subject matter expert, LinkedIn is going to be the key place to do that. Number two, LinkedIn is also set up to be kind of a de facto blog site. So if you don't want to have to create a blog somewhere and house it somewhere and all of those things, you can essentially make your LinkedIn profile your blog. And that content stays there on your site. And then number three, people will engage with professional content on LinkedIn much more so than on, say, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, because that's what people are going there for. So you're going to get eyes on, you know, subject matter stuff as opposed to, you know, here's a cute picture of my puppy. So now let's get to the meat of the episode, how to promote yourself as a SME, as an SME on LinkedIn. Here are my suggested steps. Number one, I want you to decide on your why. I think this is so important. We are all busy people and we live in a culture of busyness. And if we don't make something a priority and know why we've made it a priority, we will likely put it on the back burner when things get hectic, things get super busy and other priorities come onto our plate. So it's really important to know why you're doing this and, and that you have a strong, compelling reason. And by the way, this is important for any big goal. So it could be a goal of losing weight or finding a partner or getting a new job. You really want to have a compelling why that will survive the inevitable things that are going to try to get in its way. So number one, decide on your why. Number two, create a strategy. So how often am I going to post? Now that I know why I'm doing it, I'm doing this to promote myself as a subject matter expert so that what's the reason? And then what's the strategy? So my goal is to present myself as a subject matter expert. My goal is to attract potential sales clients. My, my goal is to get a promotion at my current employer. So what's my strategy? How often am I going to post? What kind of posting will I do? So I've given a potential example for someone who's in HR. Now, maybe on Mondays, we're going to post original content around a basic HR concept. So one day we may talk about benefits and another day we may talk about onboarding. It's those kind of basic concepts and, and go deep with them. And then on Wednesdays, I'm going to share someone else's article in the HR realm and I'm going to comment on it, maybe ask a question. Then on Fridays, I'm going to create engagement around a question or idea, and I'm going to ask other HR professionals to give input. So what do you think about, here's the new law, what does this mean for your company, right? I'm going to, I'm going to try to get people really talking about something. That's number two, create a strategy. Number three is calendar everything. This is where many people fail, especially with when I'm thinking about their job search. One of the steps that I take my clients through is we put things on the calendar. And we don't just put a block that says 
job search because that's not enough. And what our brain will do when it comes to that hour that says job search is our brain will be like, oh, I don't really need to do anything right now. I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go play with the dog. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to go get in the pool. But if we have specific items in that block of time, so job search, but now here's the five things I'm going to do. Now I really, my brain is going to have a lot harder time telling me that I don't have anything to do during that hour and that I should go get the pool because I have evidence right in front of me in my face that says otherwise. So you want to have time to create the posts. So the content and then artwork, I highly recommend Canva for that. If you're not a Canva user, what I can promise you about it is that it's super easy. There is a free version. I used it for a very long time. I've gone to a paid version now but because I use it extensively in my, in my practice. But the free version will probably serve you. And then you also want to set up time to post. You can use something like Hootsuite to set these up. So Hootsuite will allow you to post They just changed it. So it's five posts at a time you can schedule out. So if you were only doing three a week or only doing maybe if you were doing one a day, you would be able to use the free version of Hootsuite and maybe set aside some time on Sunday night or Monday morning, get them all scheduled and you're done for the week. So you need time for the content. You need time for the artwork. You need time for the posting. You can't really so much calendar in time to comment on people's comments. That's going to be more organic. But you do want to keep an eye on that because if somebody comments or, you know, they ask you a question, you want to keep that engagement going. Number four, you want to periodically shake things up. I do this in my business once a quarter. So I take two days at the end of a quarter to plan for the next quarter. And one of the things I look at is, or two things I look at. One is what am I posting each day on each of my social media channels? Number two, what days am I doing that posting? So I want to shake up both of those things. I want to change up my content a little bit. And then I also want to say, okay, if I was posting a question on Fridays this quarter, maybe I'm going to post a question on Tuesdays the next quarter. What I'm hopefully doing with that is it's kind of the same thing grocery stores do when they rearrange or really any store when they completely rearrange the the layout. It forces you to open your eyes and pay attention because you've kind of gone into a fog. You know, when you go to the grocery store, there's the milk. It's always there. There's the shoes. And now all of a sudden you really are having to notice I have, I go to a big shoe store here in Tallahassee that I love. It's called Shoe Station. Love it. And recently they changed the aisles up and and it was a real, it was like, wait a minute. I know I used to know exactly where to walk when I went in the store and now I have to actually pay attention. You may also, as you look at what you've done for a quarter, or again, it could be every month, it could be twice a year, whatever your time frame is to review and shake things up. You want to look at where am I getting engagement? Where am I getting traction? Where aren't I? So with those that aren't getting traction, do I want to discontinue that in favor of trying something new? Or do I want to tweak that thing to see if I can get more engagement from it? So here are some specific types of posts you may want to consider. There's really a lot more than this, but I came up with several. Number one, you want to share expertise around a hot topic in your field. So you're sharing your own knowledge of that topic. Number two, pose thought-provoking questions. So that could be a question that you then answer, or it could be a question that you leave open for the group to give input on. 
Number three, share a problem you've solved and how you solved it. So, you know, that's going to really resonate with others in your field. Here was a, a sticky situation and here's how I solved it. Number four, share what your company is doing to address a problem. So it's you want to make sure it's not super salesy, but here's what we did. And it could be in terms of, of something that the, the public would see relative to a problem or it could be an internal issue as long as it's not anything confidential. Number five, post thought-provoking statistics relative to your field or industry. I'm actually doing this right now with employment-related statistics just to get people thinking and engaging about that statistic. Number six, post relevant quotes from industry leaders. So in doing this, you're kind of, and this is another suggestion, is aligning yourself, kind of aligning yourself with these thought leaders. So you could post a relative quote, and then another idea is, you post the quote and then you expand on it, you know, which kind of marries you with that thought leader. Also, share upcoming trainings, certifications, or other professional development opportunities relative to your field. So if you found out about a great group or a great conference that's coming up or a great training opportunity, sharing that with the group would be great. Number nine, post about an award that your company has received, a leader in your company received, or you yourself have received. I hope that these have given you some good ideas about how you can use LinkedIn more effectively to position yourself as a subject matter expert. One other thing I want to say about this that wasn't in my notes to talk about is that you have a place to put actual documents on your profile. So what I've talked about with the posts and all of that that's kind of in a separate area of your profile. You do that on the home page, but you can also go in and it'll show two kind of tiles on your profile. So whichever two are most important, you can post those on there, but you can also put other things. So if you've got, you know, here's the guide that I wrote to do how to do X, Y, Z. So it's a, a document. It's something that it's a PDF. It's a, it's a video. It's something that is consumable then you can put that directly on your profile. If you have any questions about how to do that and you can't figure it out, you can reach out to me and I'll be glad to walk you through that. You can also take a look at my profile and see how I've done that with two of them. Again, you can put more on there and it's kind of a carousel, but it's only going to show a thumbnail of the top two that you select. So keep that in mind as well. And I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.